Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Today is uh, the Monday after Easter and I'm going to be trying something a little bit different. In the past, we had just gone through um, books of the Bible. We, we went through Isaiah and then we were just reading chapters, entire chapters based upon um, a topic. This is going to be a little bit different for me, but I feel like in my journey, I'm trying to figure out things where I'm weak and that I really need to work on. And so this week, since we just had Holy Week, where we celebrated Christ's forgiveness of us on the cross, and then the hope based upon his redemption and resurrection, I really feel like I need to be better at forgiving. And that at the same time, have a understanding of truly where you know hope comes from, and what the Bible says about being hopeful. So I'm going to be going through um, two different readings, sections, and they're basically reading plans, again, from Olive Tree. And there one is on forgiving because, or forgiveness because we've been forgiven. And the other reading plan is basically just readings on, you know, scriptures on hope. So before I start reading through and doing that, I just ask that you be patient with me and understand this a little bit different for me. And I'm just, again, this is just part of the journey for me. And that's, this is what I need, I feel when I pray, when I was praying on Sunday at church and really as I was just going through my meditations for the last few days, I was going to work on, I was going to cover just forgiveness, but I really felt like in the, at church on Sunday, it really, I just kept hearing the message that I also need more hope and to understand it better. So let's just start with a word of prayer. Father God, I thank you for this day. I thank you so much for all that you've done. I'm grateful for how you've turned my life around, how there is more hope, there is more peace, and it all comes from a willingness to serve you and to be obedient. There's been days when I haven't wanted to do this. I haven't wanted to read my Bible. I haven't wanted to put out this podcast, but I've done it, and you've you've blessed me. You've opened my heart. You've opened my mind a lot. And I just thank you for that. I pray that today as we read, that we would hear what we need, what you want us to hear, that you would speak to us with the words that you want us to, to hear and understand. I pray you'd open our hearts, our minds, and our ears, and that we would really commune with you with our spirits, because we are spiritual beings, and you are spirit. And I just pray that we would connect and meet you on that spiritual level with your Holy Spirit guiding us. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yeah, so I I really do feel in church it was actually there was a a brief discussion about why people should read their Bibles. And, uh, And I felt so inclined I wanted to raise my hand and just say, hey, I started it. I didn't want to do it, but I feel so much better every day that I do it. And it's just helped me. So I really, really had to hold myself back because I wanted to say something. But I, I hope you're benefiting from a daily daily reading and prayer time. So with that, we're going to be on the forgiveness piece um, or section. We're going to be reading 
Psalm 86. It's a prayer of David. And so I'm just going to go ahead and get started in that. Verse 1. Hear me, Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Guard my life, for I am faithful to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I call to you all day long. Bring joy to your servant, Lord, for I put my trust in you. You, Lord, are forgiving and good, abounding in love to all who call, who call to you. Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. When I am in distress, I call to you because you answer me. Among the gods, there is none like you, Lord. No deeds can compare with yours. All the nations you have made will come and worship before you, Lord. They will bring glory to your name. For you are great and do marvelous deeds. You alone are God. Teach me your way, Lord, that I may rely on your faithfulness. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart. I will glorify your name forever. For great is your love towards me. You have delivered me from the depths, from the realm of the dead. Arrogant foes are attacking me, O God. Ruthless people are trying to kill me. They have no regard for you. But you, Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. Turn to me and have mercy on me. Show your strength in behalf of, my, of your servant. Save me, because I serve you, just as my mother did. Give me a sign of your goodness, that my enemies may see it and be put to shame. For you, Lord, have helped me and comforted me. So this is where, this is an example of David just lifting his heart up. It's an earnest prayer. And he's saying, God, I need you. I need your help. Please forgive me. I've done what I can, but I know I failed. You're slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. And have mercy on me. That's where David is just begging because he recognizes his own shortcomings. He talks about how he's done well, but he also admits that he's needy and poor, that he hasn't been always the best, but he has tried to be faithful and remain faithful, but he's continuously asking for mercy. And it's from that, that point where an individual is looking for mercy from God, that's forgiveness, that they then will show mercy and forgiveness to others. So that's the part, that's the section on forgiveness. And I, I find it impactful. I, I love watching different ways of approaching God and seeing examples. Again, my background is in processes, risk and controls, operations. And I love seeing, I look at these things like, okay, what's the process that he's following? <laughs> but it really helps me when I'm stuck to think about how did David pray? And how did he approach the Lord if I'm stuck? Also, I've, as we've talked in the past, the Lord's Prayer. That's a great way of getting started when I'm stuck. So I just look for those things, those processes. It just happens to be how I, how I function. Um, but anyway, so we'll go ahead and move on to the other section on hope. So in this section on hope, we're going to be covering off on Romans 5, 5 through 6, Romans 15, 9 through 13, and 2 Thessalonians 2, 15 through 17. 
you can see it's not an entire chapter, it's not an entire book. It's very short, brief periods and pieces that we'll be reading through. So we're going to look at Romans 5. 5. And hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has given, it, given to us. You see, at just the right time, when we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. And we've talked about that, that he knows, our, he knows our past, he knows the future, and he knows the present. He knows when we are going to be in trouble. He knows that we are, when we are going to repent. He knows us, and he has made a plan for us. He loved us so much that he was thinking of us on the cross. And he's, he gave us hope because he knows us when he died. And we have new life. We're new creations in him. So in Romans 15, 9 through 13, And moreover, that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles. I will sing the praises of your name. Again it says, Rejoice, you Gentiles, with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, that all the peoples extol him. And again, Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will spring up, one who will rise, arise to rule over the nations. In him the Gentiles will hope. So all through Isaiah we were reading how God had the plan to include not just Israel, but all nations. The hope of the resurrection, the hope of forgiveness, the hope for a new life, to be a new being created by him, to be infused with his Holy Spirit, to, fix, to fit with our spirits, so that there's communion there and relationship with, with God, that hope has always been planned for. That, that's always been a plan for us, not just Israel. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So we've all who've repented, all of us who have said, Lord God, Forgive me. You are the one and only Lord. You are the one and only. We've repented and we've received the Holy Spirit, just like at Pentecost that we read about in Acts, in Acts 1, where the flames of this, those little flames came onto the people and the Holy Spirit was, was within them. We've received that Holy Spirit, and that's our hope our hope for a new life. It's not a hope for an easy life. It's not a hope for wealth. It's a hope for life with the Lord, powered with joy through the Holy Spirit. So then, brother, okay, so now we're going to be in, um, I'm sorry, 2 Thessalonians 2.15. So then, brothers and sisters, stand firm and hold fast to the teachings we passed on to you, whether by word of mouth or by letter. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal encouragement and good hope encourage your hearts and strengthen you in every good deed and word. Those are important, important pieces, important sayings that we have before us. God loves us. 
Jesus himself loved us. And they give us hope. In a world today where people are scared of nuclear war, they're scared of the next war, they're scared of terrorism, there's a lot of worry, but there's hope for a better day. There's hope and peace and joy in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. So with this, I'm just going to close this with a quick word of prayer. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for the peace that you bring. And I pray that you would guide me as I continue to go through these readings. I pray that they would continue to open my heart, my mind, and my soul. I just pray, Lord, that I would understand more about you because you are the Word, and the Word was, was with God, and the Word was God. And reading the words about you is so important to do, to get to truly know you and understand you. And I just pray for my friends out there that you would keep them safe, that you would build up their hearts, build up their minds and their spirits, and that you would be with them each and every day so that they can bring you honor and glory and that they have peace, joy, and contentment. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, friends. Thank you for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. Have a great day.